Well, hey there, team. This is podcast number 622 for Coach Jeff. It's the 27th of July, 2017, and you are listening to episode 9 of the Muay Thai Podcast. Hey there team and welcome along to this episode of the Muay Thai Podcast, podcasting since 2007 and heard by more than a bazillion people in over 160 countries. I am your host, Coach Jeff, and today I chat with Muay Thai buddy Glyn Evans from Evans Training in the UK and uh, always great to catch up with Glyn. And this is a great chat, so don't miss this one. Uh, Check out uh, all things Coach Jeff at coachjeff.com.au. Subscribe to the Coach Jeff podcast. That way you will simply get every single bit of content that we produce. Or if you just want to listen to download or subscribe to the Muay Thai podcast, you can do that at themuaythaipodcast.coachjeff.com.au. That's enough of me banging away at the desk. Let's jump on the phone and catch up with my good buddy, Glenn Evans. Joining me on the phone tonight from the other side of the world, uh, he's a great friend of mine. We've never met, but uh, still, he's a great friend of mine. We met through uh, the Muay Thai Guys podcast, and uh, since I've had the opportunity to follow Glenn on uh, Facebook, he absolutely inspires me and fires me up because, uh, well, he's another older dude out there in the world of training and fighting, and uh, I want to say welcome to the show, Glenn Evans. How are you, buddy? I'm fine, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, fine there. Uh this end of the world or the other side of the world yeah yeah things are cool yeah mate, likewise in, uh, mate yeah I'm in Australia you're in the UK we couldn't get any further apart if we tried <laughs> no yeah <laughs> yeah that's right that is yeah <laughs> dead in spirit okay. though Hey. <laughs> absolutely absolutely and as yeah. i say mate i regard you as a friend because like we uh, we made a acquaintance through um, our mutual love of the Muay Thai Guys podcast, and of course uh, Paul Manashik and Sean Fagan, the guys that do the Muay Thai Guys podcast, and um, you know we both love that show. And of course we then met uh, through Facebook as uh, as guys that followed that show. And I've got to say, man, uh, you know you, you have been an absolute inspiration to me with your love of Muay Thai, your your fighting and your training. Um, you know, uh, it really has fired me up when I see because you're quite a regular poster on Facebook about your training and about your Muay Thai and uh, your love of the sport, um, and it's been a real inspiration to me, mate. Oh, it's it's great to hear that, Jeff. It really is. You know that uh, you know some of the posts that are, are, are put up, which are always from the heart, always from really deep within whatever I'm feeling of the day. But I'm glad that they do pump you up and, you know, get you ready for the day or get you ready for your, for your session or just make you feel good. You know, it's uh, Absolutely. what life's about, isn't it, really? You no know, feeling good, getting out there and doing a bit like, yeah, good oh, to look, hear. You know, absolutely, absolutely. And and I think, you know, as um, you know, as older guys, and of course I, I think I've got a couple of years on you, what are you now, 50, 56? Uh, I've, t- I've turned 56 three weeks ago. 30th of June, same same birthday as Mike Tyson. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's a, that's <laughs> yeah. a pretty good age. 30th of June. So, yeah. So that's yeah. see. That's what fires me up. That 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 here's another older dude out there, you know, having a crack at the sport, and I absolutely love it. And uh, I mean it, mate. There's days when uh, that really gets me going. You know, like I often I'll see that post, and you'll be posting about training a bunch of guys or girls or doing some sparring, and uh, and I sort of think to myself, well, yeah, there's there's another guy just like me having a go at the sport. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty uh, it's pretty weird that yet because I when I first come across you on the the podcast with Sean uh, and Paul on Muay Thai guys and when they said your resume of what you had done and had achieved in your life and you were still fighting and you were approaching 60 and you had a fight coming up it, it was like uh, it lifted it lifted the touch paper inside me and I thought exactly the same I thought wow someone else 
<laughs> you know, out there. Someone else is crazy, is passionate, you know, to uh, to train hard. Yeah. So it's 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 like mutuals there, Jeff. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I appreciate that, man. And, and look, you know, it was funny when I uh, when I was talking to the guys on uh, on the podcast. You know, and I and and sort of Sean was reading off my resume, and I'm like, did I do all that? You know, I, I was just uh, I was just out there having fun. You know, like I've never let yeah, uh, yeah. and you and I were talking the other night, and we, and I think we said at the time we we won't die wondering, and I never will because I you know if I think no. I might want to have a go at this sport or that sport or this or that, I I just go and have a go. I don't I don't sort of stop and think. Oh, am I too old to do this? I just you know I work out a way and and just jump into it and have fun. Yeah, that's the way to be, though, isn't it, Jeff? Really, you know, it's uh, because let's face it, without get, getting too too deep and dark, life life is only short, you know, and you've got to make the most out of it. And it's through being physical, you know, and in an arduous manner uh, that we feel naturally good about ourselves don't we you know when we we've had a good workout be it sparring be it bag work be it you know a, a 10 mile run you know we feel good about ourselves and you you, you you can't buy that feeling you can't buy it in any shop you know you can't purchase it online you know it's you, you've got to earn it through hard See, that's sweat why, that's why I and love that, you that's, man uh, yeah that's what I like that's about I love you. training. Yeah. No, physical. That's what I like about boxing and, and Muay Thai because they're, they're hard sports. Yeah, and see, that's why. See, that's exactly why you fire me up because I think what's happened is life has become uh, somewhat too comfortable. I think for for some of us, um, you know. And you and I were just talking about this before we hit the record button tonight. And and I think a lot of our problems come from the fact that life has become too easy. For so many of us, and yeah. there's no, there's no real hard challenge uh, in our life. You know, our jobs have become much easier. Our, you know, we, we sit down all the time. You know, we, we we have remote controls for everything, and we, you know, we've even got cars now that drive and park themselves. We we pretty soon we won't have to do anything. And I think as that occurs, the hard challenges that we used to face, you know, hundreds of years ago, has disappeared, and and so. For those of us like yourself and myself that replace that with, you know, uh, hard training, fighting, um, as you say, that arduous uh, training that we impose on ourselves, uh, that just does make you feel so alive. And I think that's where we've gone wrong. As life's become easier, we don't have that challenge and then we don't feel good about ourselves. But you and I know that if we go out and we do eight or ten rounds of sparring or some bag work or we get touched up a little bit in sparring... Um, and we we finish that training session absolutely spent. Once we recover, we feel so good about ourselves. It's 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 really hard to explain. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right, Jeff. It it really is. You know, you uh, you can't explain. You know that feeling. But I I think I think that in today's society, I think everyone. Well, not everyone. It's this instant gratification. What's the word? Gratification. Oh, grat- it, yeah, you, gratification. You want it yeah. straight away. People want it straight away. They're not willing to put a few years, a decade, you know, a lifetime into it. They want it within weeks, and it, it's just not going to happen. Do you know, it and it's, uh, it doesn't work that way. But you know, it's. I think I, I think I might have been there once myself in my younger years. You no, know, in yeah. when I was in my twenties, I played about with a bit of fitness, and uh, I got bored of it after about three weeks. But I think it's the older you get, you you you, you realise, you know, you've got to be in it for the long haul, and it's not about the achievement; it's about the journey, isn't it? It's about enjoying the journey. Yeah. And, and yeah. who you meet on the journey. And oh, that. look, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what I love about the fight game, the people that I've met along the way. And, and you're so right. You know, I have, um, 
I have guys that, that come along for some training and, uh, you know, I throw them a skipping rope and they're sort of like, oh, I can't skip. I said, well, have you ever sort of tried, you know, have you ever tried to learn and have you ever sort of just thought, well, if I can just do one or two minutes every day that a couple of years yeah. down the track I'll be able to skip like, you know, Floyd or, you know, or you yeah. know, Tyson or, or Ali, you know, or any of these guys, you know, and they're like, well, no, and they're all, people have lost this ability to, to just graft away and, and do a little bit and delay the result and delay the gratification. And, and you're so right, we, we really do live in a world where everybody, you know, expects to have it yesterday. But you know, and I know, man, it doesn't work that way in the fight game. You know, when you're training, uh, it's that constant daily graft of just honing your skill and uh, being up against your competitor or being up against that bag day in and day out and every day just trying to get a little bit better and every day trying to learn. Crikey's man, I'm still, you know, 52 years at this and I'm still learning, you know, and I learn absolutely yeah. every yeah. day. Yeah, that's, it's, uh, that, that's right, Jeff, isn't it? You know, like uh, y- yourself and myself, we'll be, you know, in our late 90s trying to perfect the Jack Dempsey fall and step punch or, you know, the uh, a Mexican hook to the liver. You know, it's uh, <laughs> it's just an ongoing thing, ongoing. And, and oh, through that ongoing yeah. thing, we... We get our uh, we get our salvation, don't we? Really, you know, it's yeah. uh, it's good stuff. Yeah. It's good stuff. Oh, look, you know, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I I spend hours. My probably my worst shot is my five. Yeah, like my left uppercut uh, or that left sort of uh, shoveling sort of uppercut body shot. Uh, I just yeah. absolutely struggle, and and I will spend. You know, I've got a very short bag hanging up in the middle of my shed um, that I can punch into the bottom of. And so I use yep. that for uh, for my very low hooks or those sort of shoveling uppercuts uh, or a pure uppercut. I use that bag for that. And I will stand for, you know, 10 or 15 minutes at a time. And even to the point where, uh, you know, I can think only a few weeks back, I was really trying to work on that shot. And, and in the end, I, I hurt my wrist. I, I was at it that long. Um, yeah, and I've been, yeah. I've been working on that for years and years and years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I will, you know. I'll keep. It's like you say. I'll be ninety, and I'll still be like, man. I'm going to try that again tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, yeah. It's, it's what you it's it's what you've got to do, though, isn't it? Mm. You know, uh, I think Bruce Lee. You know, he he was a an advocate of of putting in hours and hours and hours and hours. And I heard a, a little story about about Bruce Lee, that when he died, because he was always working on things, and when he died, he, he'd be really been trying to to perfect the eye jab, not just the eye jab, but power into the eye jab. And they found a piece of wood, and it was like mahogany wood, and they had his finger imprints so, and you know how thick mahogany is mm. and he'd been putting this eye jab he'd have it up on the wall and he'd been practicing and practicing and practicing and can you imagine the fingers going into mahogany wood do you know and that, like everyday practice just to get perfect and i think that's, you know, that's yeah. the same as us our jab our left hook to the body our uppercut or movements, you know, shadow boxing. Yeah. You know, it's just ongoing, isn't it? Oh, it is. I I can remember when I lived in Japan, uh, I remember once, I I was, because I used to run a lot uh, of miles when I was in Japan, and I remember running this day, and I'd run about an hour from home, and I sort of ran up this hillside, and I could hear um, somebody practicing uh, you know, uh, you know when you hear someone practicing martial arts, you can hear the the key eye, and and I'm like, and so I followed yeah. the noise, and I found this little, uh, it was like a small shed, wooden shed, um, and I remember in there, and the guy showed me these footmarks in the floor, where he had been training in that one spot and trying to practice, uh, what we, I think the word is neko 
Ashidash, which is like cat stands. And um, yes, yes. And there was a, a, a footmark on the floor where the wood had been worn away on this wooden floor. And he goes, "That's my foot." And he was so proud of his footmark in the floor because he had been. And he he wasn't a young guy. He was probably eighty or ninety then. I reckon he, if he was a day, you know, he looked pretty old. Yeah. And uh, but he'd been that there was a, he was so proud of this mark on the floor where. You know that was a, a a reminder of just how long he had stood there trying to perfect that stance. Yeah, you know, crazy. It, it, it's just that yeah. that sort of thing blows my mind. Wow. You know, and uh, yeah. and then I, I, and on another run, I, see the things I, I saw in Japan. I, I, on another run, up behind this old imperial castle where the museum is now, um, I found this other little hall. And there was a, about, I suppose, half a dozen guys in there uh, practicing kendo. And these same guys have been practicing kendo in this little wooden hall for well over 50 years. The same wow. guys. Wow. <laughs> it's like, you know, now that's, that's perseverance and dedication to a, to a skill. And, uh, yeah. and I, I, I draw on experiences like that. And talking to guys like yourself, and, and that, that drives me on to go out when I train tomorrow and go, right, I'm just going to work on that one little technique that I'm struggling with and continue to work on it. And I'll work on it till yeah. the day I die sort of thing. You know, that, that's what drives me on. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's brilliant. That, yeah, and that, that, that's... It, it, it's, uh, you know, sometimes I think we get, mi- we get, uh, we get mixed up with all this science, this new found science within sport, you know, and, and I think really it's the, it's the hard work, it's the basic hard work that we, we need to do, you know, yep. you, you've seen it yep. yourself, all these uh, pads, you know, the way they hold the pads. No, is it like called mythology? Yep. Like a Floyd yep. Mayweather system, and that. Yep. Now, it's uh, it was all the rage a couple of years ago. You could you could do a certificate online for this fancy dancy pad work, but at the end of the day, you know, if you just hold a set of pads up and put a, yep. a good straight jab cross into it, a good left yep. hook. No, real yep. basic stuff. I you know, and I say that all the time. You know, yeah. you, you're going to get better, aren't you? Just hard work at the basics yep. with consistency. Yep. You know. And look, you know, that's one of the big things that we do when we're doing pad work. We uh, And look, I think, I always think when I've got the pads on and I'm in front of someone, whether it's a fighter or just someone trying to get fit, I always think that, you know, I think back to fights and I think, well, you know, is this how it would be in a fight? Um, and it's all right having all this fancy pad work, but I I've, I never see it in a fight or in a ring when there's a fight on, you know what I mean? So I, I always no. try to make my pad work, and I think the most, and I say it all the time, I, I, I've only just come in from uh, training a guy, you know, like, we only finished 10 minutes before I jumped on the phone to you. And that was the thing that we were drilling was a straight jab and a straight right over and yeah, over yeah. and over. Yeah. And, you know, it's one of the most, you know, underrated and forgotten, you know, simple combinations in, in the world of fighting is that straight one, two. And, um, yeah. you know, this guy had come from uh, another trainer who was doing all sorts of fancy numbers and fancy body shots and the trouble was that the more of that that this guy did, the more he lost the ability to throw a straight jab or double up on the jab or, or throw a nice, you know, compact left hook, um, you know, or throw even a, a, a three and a four, you know, a left and a right hook um, yeah. back to back by, you know, with his pivoting and everything. And so just simply working on that. And I could see this guy light up tonight because all of a sudden it was like, well, we're not going to be doing all sorts of fancy stuff. We're just going to be doing some simple you know, one, two, three, four, and trying to get those basics right and get our footwork right. And it was like, you could see like a weight had been lifted off this guy's shoulders because he wasn't, you know, I wasn't expecting him to do all this fancy sort of mitt work. No, it was just pretty basic stuff. But 
get the basics right, get our footwork right, get our hip movement right. And uh, this guy, he thoroughly enjoyed it, you know, and he, and he said at the end of the training session, he said it's uh, the most relaxed he's felt at training for the last couple of years because it, there was no, you know, there was no fancy stuff. It was just straight old, get your feet work right, and let's go straight. Yeah, plenty, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's it is. It's, uh, we're getting a bit lost in the, in it all, aren't we? Can, can I tell a little story? Uh, yeah, go. Uh, the boxing club that I went to uh, in in my town called Winsford ABC, and uh, one of the uh, trainers down there was a, uh, a he was a legend figure, you know. They used to now nowadays legend. They'll give legend out to anyone, won't they? But they, they, this this bloke was he really was. He, his name called John Ingalls, and uh, he was a he was a tough glass Glaswegian, you know, from Scotland. Yeah. And uh, he went to sea. He ran away to sea. I think he was fifteen and that. And uh, he started to learn to box and that. He had a, a pro boxer's license. Cut a long story short, when he uh, settled down in Winsford, he helped out at the boxing club. And that well, helped out. He was one of the main trainers. And what he used to do back, back, I'm going back in the early 70s, was if any of the schoolboys were flat-footed in the ring, he'd get drawing pins and he'd put them <laughs> in the soles. <laughs> and it's it's a right and what I want you up on your toes now. You're gonna move around the ring. Now we had this real, um, real real gruff Scotch accent and, and where it, everything was passion with him. Do you know, everything was passionate, every instruction was passionate and he said, Bayek, you you're not gonna go flat footed now. and that that was his trick. But could you, do you know what we were talking about, how soft society has gone? Could you imagine that happening now? You oh. just couldn't get away with it, could you? You couldn't do oh, it. Look, yeah, <laughs> I, I think, you know, but I think back to I my tell you early what, days. Yeah, and, they, they had oh. some good boxers out of uh, Winsford ABC, some good movers in the 70s. <laughs> oh, I love oh, it. They were very good I on the feet. Yeah. We, you know, I think back to some of the things that were, uh, you know, because I started uh, over here. We have what we call the Police Citizens Youth Club, uh, PCYC, and it and it's basically just a youth club. Uh, and back in the day, it was it was primarily a youth club for boys. And um, I can remember going down there, and uh, you know, old Sergeant Hanson, uh, one of the toughest coppers I ever knew. And yes. uh, a, a lovely bloke, don't get me wrong, but, um, you know, in front of Sarge, it was stand up straight, yes, sir, no, sir, please, thank you. And uh, if he caught you not saying please or thank you or he found out that you were up to no good outside of the youth club, man, you didn't want to know. You know, he would uh, he would kick your backside until it was blue. And, uh, you know, you, you just can't get away with it these days, you know. But back there, it didn't hurt us. You know, it was all good fun, you know. And, um, yeah, uh, you know, if you were ever in trouble, Sarge was the first one to come to your rescue. But, uh, you know, if you stepped out of line and you weren't, you know, a straight up and down uh, good citizen, oh, man, he would just, you know, that, that, that boot. Because you can imagine the boots that they had. This is like back in, geez, 1964. Five, oh, so the, the yeah. big old sort of hobnail work boots that that uh, the coppers used to wear, and uh, but she's made very fond memories of how you know the rough treatment, you know, like the old drawing pins in the sole of the shoes. Man, I love that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, mate, tell it's, me uh, when what yeah. was your first? <laughs> what was your first? Uh, you know, when, when when did you first come to the whole fight game? Well, what happened was. It was, uh, I'd gone to the boxing club in Winsford, I'd say 1984, 85. Well, I, I, I followed my mates there. One of, the, one of my mates was a boxer, 
and I, I used to tag along, and that was my first introduction. But I'll be honest with you, I was only uh, I was only young then, and I was a drinker, and I uh, I think I used to go for the ego side of it. I used to go to the boxing club to tell people, "Oh, I go to the boxing club," if you know what I mean. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, in, in 1988, I got into Thai boxing, and uh, I went to Thailand with Master Skin on a, like a, a training holiday. And I think that's when I started to get into it. I wouldn't say properly, but when I come back, I got back into amateur boxing then. And that's when I had uh, I had five senior fights. I never won any of them, but I still I still had them. And then I uh, I took my uh, assistant coaches course with the ABAs, and I was a coach at Winsford for I'd say around five to seven years. But again. I was uh, I was drinking a lot then. Uh, I couldn't really sort of like focus as much. If if I know now, if I, if I know if I knew then what I'm, I know now, it would have all been different. But that's in hindsight. We can all say that, can't we? Really? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but when I uh, when I stopped drinking, it'll be fourteen years ago. Uh, I threw myself in into fitness and into boxing. And the very first three three months, uh, boxing really was my saviour, you know, away from, from having, having a drink. And that's when I really got into training my body. One of the... Have you heard of a... a, a an American coach called Ross Enemet. I I know Ross really well. Oh, when yeah. I say I know Ross really well, you know I I have followed him for such a long time. Yeah. Great, great example of, you know, you know what I love about Ross? It's pretty basic, man. He could take a house brick and a bit of string, and yeah. and turn that into the greatest training implement you've ever seen. Yeah, that, that, that's that's what I'm. That's what you see. I got his. I got his first book, and I read it. Well, I've still got it upstairs. It's all. It's one of the books that I, I won't. I won't lend out. Do you know, it's. Uh, it's a fantastic. I think it's uh, un, underground for warriors training for un, underground warriors or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it's just bread and butter. Yeah. Push-ups, burpees, sit-ups. You know, it's fantastic. And it was through his book, uh, I, I really got got into training, physical, hard physical training, burpees, push-ups, running, and that. And uh, then I got into running. I got I joined the running club. And be, before I knew it, like I'd, I'd done the uh, Toronto full marathon, and then I did the London Marathon. And then I got an award for Athlete of the Year. But the it wasn't like the fastest athlete. It was the most hard, hardest working athlete. And it was voted by all the other athletes. So that was, that was like a, a proud moment, you know, in, in my life that was. And after that, I got into Thai boxing again and it was weird because I was on a, a car park outside Tesco and it was on a Thursday night and I bumped into a friend who was a, uh, he was a, he ran his own Taekwondo school and we were chatting about our training and they happened to mention that he went to a Thai boxing club uh, run by Pele, Keith Pelly Nathan. Uh, he, he was a world champion, fantastic Thai boxer. And this was in Altrincham in Manchester. And 
thought, oh, I think I might give that a go. So I went up there and I loved it. And I I got, I literally threw myself into Thai boxing again. And uh, and then I had my first Thai boxing fight, aged 51. And I got beat, but I hope, you know, uh, I got beat on points, but I, I loved the experience. And me, what I winning, do now winning, winning is, is overrated. I, uh, I, I, I help, I, I help up at a, uh, a a female Mac Moy called Gemma Coast, and I, I spar with her, and I, I run a class, and I, you know, I help get a couple of the fighters ready and that. So yeah, I'm, you know, I love it like. And I love it, you know. I love it. And let me say, mate, winning is so overrated. You know, I've got uh, I, I've got more losses on my record than I've got wins, and I'm very proud of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and I love I love watching your posts about sparring with Gemma. It's um that's been a real highlight for me. You know, it's um and and, and of course you run your own training organisation now, Glen Evans Training UK, is it? Yeah, yeah, Evans training. Yeah, I, uh, I, I only, I only run. What was it now? Where one, one class a week from my house, and I, uh, but I, I do one to ones. But I, I'm at the police uh, every day. I run a class at the uh, main Cheshire Police headquarters, and it's like a physical fitness class, and it's uh, it's open to all the. Uh, all the, the sort of like the people who work within the building, but also because of its its nature, because the, the classes are hard, hard classes. It, I get a lot of active members of the police who who will come and join in the class and that like because it's uh, like like today we'll be doing like the Decker cards, you know, oh, and yeah. we'll be doing. <laughs> uh... Don't pull out the ten, whatever you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in, ca- in case you, in case you're not yeah. sure what we're talking about, uh, quite often, and I've done this in the past, you have a deck of cards and you get someone to pull a number out, and if it's a two, well, you might do two push-ups. But if you pull out the ten, you might do ten of something, and now depending on whether it's a spade or a heart, it could be burpees or push-ups or chin-ups. But don't pull out the ten, whatever you do. <laughs> Uh, and I, oh. I love that. I, I guess you've probably found, uh, as I've found, as most you know, coaches have found, that the joy in helping others train and, and achieve their goals that is just so rewarding, man. And I, and and I'm and I get that in your post that you get a big kick out of helping other people. Oh yeah, 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 totally, totally. It's uh, yeah, it's. I, I can't uh, can't describe the feeling really. Do you know when you know someone will come up after the class, they'll be half dead, they'll be out of breath, and they'll be saying, "That was absolutely fantastic." Do you know that was brilliant? Do you know and and they, they can't thank you enough. And it's uh, what I love about it is is seeing people. You know, I've, it's happened quite a few times. I've seen a, a person walk in the class and I've in my mind, I've wondered, wondered if they'll stick it. And not only have they stuck, stuck the class, but they've gone on to do great things, you know, yeah. like be a, like a half marathon or a marathon or a fight. Yeah. They've took a fight yeah. on. And I think it's, you know... Seeing people progress in life, it's 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 fantastic, and you know to to have a little uh, helping hand in them is is good. Because at, at, at the yeah. moment, just going back to to Gemma, she's uh, she's fighting a, uh, a a a Swedish fighter uh, in a couple of months in September. I think September the 30th or the 24th and all their training now is based around this fight so it, it, it's good to spar with her every week 
because the intensity is starting to creep up and that like so it's uh, and it's good to see the progress yeah I, I think it's it's fantastic when you see you know people yeah. get better and better no, I like, love it. I, I, yeah. It's hard to explain. You know, I, uh, I'm training a young guy at the moment, and uh, you know, I, 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 and you see some people. You know, when they first start, you think, oh well, they, 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 they might hang around for a little bit of training, but you know, you're not quite sure in your mind that they'll, like you say, stick it out. But then you get, yeah, that 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 young kid will then just continue to stick it out will get past the frustration of not being able to work out a combination and, and um, you know, they just see them grow and grow and grow and then they become one of the hardest working guys in your team and you you just can't describe how good that makes you feel. Now, it's not it's not a, hey, look at me, I, I turn this kid into something. That's not that at all. It's, it's like, it's just that internal feeling. Like when they go home, you go inside, have a cup of tea and you sit and you think, you feel proud of yourself for being able to help that person get just a little bit further down the road. It's very hard to explain, but geez, it makes you feel good. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's, it's funny, isn't it, Jeff? It, it, it's a funny feeling. It's a feeling mm. that you can't really explain. But yeah. it's, uh, it's got to be done, hasn't it? It's got to be done. You know, because yeah. you're helping, you're helping people and, you know, it, it's like in in is it in Buddhism that they say service to others. It, it, you can't get much higher, and that's what we're doing. But well, we're serving people, we're helping people, and that like and yeah, that, yeah. That, that that's just great in itself, Mike. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And and it's funny, you know, as we get older, you start to realise that's your job to serve others. You know, once you yeah, get your head around yeah. that, you know, yeah. it's um totally. Totally. Now listen, man, you're uh, you're off to Thailand again shortly, aren't you? Sorry, I say you're off to Thailand again shortly. Yes, uh, I'm going on the 29th of November. I'm uh, going for a week in Bangkok, where I'm going to be training at the Chitty Gym, and then I'm going to fly up to Chiang Mai, and I'm going to be training at the Poor Salafi Thai boxing camp. Uh, I and when I was in I was in Thailand in February with my wife, and I went to both of these camps and trained there. So I sort of like did a recce to see what they were like, and they both impressed me so much. The trainers impressed me. Uh, the training itself was. Uh, was very, very, very testing, very physical, and I thought, yeah, I picked two, two great camps here. So I'm really looking forward to that. Really looking forward to getting pushed and that. And I'm more so. I'm, I'm. It's. I want to learn stuff to bring back, and then I can pass that on, and that yeah. like, and someone else, you know, yeah. and they can pass it on. So it's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, Jeff, really. And, and you might be looking forward to it, but I'm beside myself with the excitement about it. Because <laughs> I know it's like, uh, well, see, this is the thing, and this is, the, this is what I love about, uh, you know, for all the bad stuff that goes on with social media, this is the part that I love about it is because uh, you'll be in uh, Thailand training. I'll be sitting here down yeah. under. And yet I'll be it'll be just like I'm there because you'll be posting and there'll be photos and stories and and uh, I just absolutely love that and I'm because uh, it's sort of it's in the back of my head that I want to get to Thailand for an extended training visit uh, somewhere in the next couple of years and you know on the back of, you know and you talk about guys like Paul Banashik one of the Muay Thai guys um, oh, yeah. you know of course you know he documented a lot of his recent uh time training in uh, thailand and of course sean's over there at the moment um and and when you hear their stories about the training and because these guys are at a a professional level um and you hear their stories and i get excited about that so then when i hear that you're going to thailand for an extended training session uh i'm very excited about it mate and and yeah that's the thing that i love You, you there'll be so much you'll be able to bring back to your people um, and that's what I love because I'm always looking to 
to train with other people so that I might learn um, you know, a, a new skill or hone a skill that I can then transfer to the people that I'm trying to help. Yeah, that, that, that's right, that, yeah. It's, uh, you learn something, you pass it on, don't you? That's, yeah, uh, yeah. It's great. And, I, and, I, and I think the other side yeah. of the coin too is when you get to places like Thailand, yeah, which is, um, you know, it's a real, you'll be able to immerse yourself in the culture of not only the training and fighting, but the, the cultural aspects of, of the Buddhism, um, you know, and, yeah. and the cultures that they, they live and breathe every day. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think you've got to, you've got to do that that part because the Buddhism part of it is, uh, you know, it, it's just so it's it's so good, it's so nice, you know, it's so peaceful, and you know, if you if you're at peace with yourself, you you're gonna train better, aren't you? You're gonna live better, and that like, you know, it's. Uh, I really do. I do like that side. I like that side just as much as the side of the Thai boxing. I like going, you know, into the temples and that. Like, I like, you know, seeing the monks. You know, go about, the, you know, the, the business. And I love the respect over there. I love the way, you know, ordinary people. We'll, we'll do a why to you, you know, where you bow, you bow and that like. And it's it, it's just not like this country at all. It's funny, you know, Jeff, when we last visit, we got back to Manchester Airport at, uh, I think it was 7 a.m. in the morning. And we weren't even out the carousel. And there was two blokes, must have been in the 50s, squaring up with each other over, you know, one couldn't get the suitcase from the carousel, one was blocking the way. Do you know, I've just come back from a wonderful holiday in Thailand where respect is everything and you've got this going on. Do you know what I'm thinking? Yeah, and that's what what, you and I were talking about. What have we come back to here? Do you know? Oh, crazy. And, and look, you and I were talking a little bit about that before we hit the record button tonight, and that's, you know, I think it's um, it's very frustrating for us. And, and look, I this guy I was training earlier on this afternoon, um, yeah, very a, a huge man. This guy easily stands on oh, maybe half a foot taller than me, so he's a good, you know, he's a good, you know, well over six foot, and a big man, a huge big man, but one of the quietest yeah. and most gentle souls that you could meet and uh and for him he's a he he works with youth and so you know a lot of his training is all about um just looking after his self physically and mentally so that he's a much calmer person when he's trying to help these troubled youth and i think that's the difference you know that 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 you see these people that are running around just being you know aggro and and like you say, why on earth would you be wanting to square up with someone over not getting your bag off a carousel? Like, you know, that's just, that's the height of stupidity. And, you know, when you see these really big guys that are just gentle souls and they're training, and, and this guy does both boxing with me and, and Brazilian jiu-jitsu with another guy. So, you know, he does all that just pure, not because not he wants to be a big tough guy, but because he wants to be that quiet, sort of calm yes. person throughout his life. It's, it, yeah, it's, I think, when you see that sort of stuff going on and the amount of road rage and people getting angry over just idiotic stuff, it's um, it's a crazy world at times. It certainly is, Jeff. Yes, and it's uh, unfortunately uh, it's not getting any better, is it? It's getting worse. Yeah. You know, it's uh, you know. It, but I think that, I wish that's a it was that's a good part is um, that everyone did. You know, where uh, fifty burpees when they got up in the morning. Just to make them a bit chilled. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like, you know, if you can, you can burn yeah. some of that that energy off by doing some physical exercise. It's um, so much better. But I think that's that's the saving grace, mate. That there's people like you in the world that are out there, uh, you know, living what we're talking about and helping others to live what we're talking about. And that's a that's always a you know a plus, mate. Yeah, yeah. It's 
yeah, it's it's got to be. It's just got we just got to keep doing what I do, really. And uh, yeah, mate, I um, I'm through I, it. You know what? I, I, I feel feel good myself. That I'm, absolutely I'm helping people. You know, realize that they can do great stuff in the life. Absolutely, you know, it's, it's that positive, positive mindset. You know, because we all have bad days, but you, at the end of the day, you, you've got to get on with it, haven't you? You know, yeah, you've got absolutely. to get on with it. You know, and through boxing, through Muay Thai, through hard physical training, through running, like in the rain, you know, it's uh, we find something. We've, I think we've all got something inside, haven't we? We've all got that little bit that we can tap into. You know, when the going gets tough, but it's tapping into it, and that like that's uh, that that's what you've got to do. You've got to get inside, tap into it, bring it out. Then then that's it. Then you're done. You're on a winner then. Oh. I love it. That's why I love you, mate. That's why I follow what you say because <laughs> that's the that's the kind of stuff that you post, and uh, I read that, and uh, it just fires me up, buddy. So, uh, mate, just keep doing what you're doing. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show to chat, mate. And uh, like I say, I just love what you do, and uh, you know, I I look forward to your posts. Um, and guys, if you're uh, you're you're over in that part of the world. You know, chase uh, chase Glenn up and uh, go and do some training with him. Really looking forward to when you go to Thailand, mate. I can't wait to oh. uh, to follow that journey, and that's going to be a real highlight. And uh, man, just keep doing what you're doing because I absolutely love what you're doing, and uh, you fire me up and inspire me every day, mate. Well, it's lovely to hear that. I really appreciate it, Jeff. Because yeah, you know what, like it's uh, it's funny because on a, on a Friday or a Saturday, I'll, I'll go sparring. And I'll come back, and I always have a bath, and I, I'll either listen to one of your, your your running podcasts or your boxing podcast, or I'll listen to the Moye Thai guys, and it, it's it's weird because it's like I know you. It's like I, I, I've I've known you all my life, do you, do you know? Because of what what we've got in common, and that like, yep. and it's. it's I really love listening to your pod, and what what you say is uh, it, it's right. Everything is right in those podcasts. It's uh, yeah, brilliant. So keep up the podcast, Jeff. Keep up, keep them going. Oh, thank mate. you, mate. Thank you, you buddy. To. Thank you. And I had to laugh. I remember once when uh, you're on your side of the world in a in a bath with some candles, listening to the guys, the Muay Thai guys. <laughs> And I'm on this side of the world in my bath having a soak, uh, listening to the Muay Thai guys, and I'm thinking, hey, life's pretty good, mate. (laughs) 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 I happen to say to someone, someone said said to me, oh, what what did you do last night? And I said, oh, my mate and myself got into a bath with the Muay Thai guys. (laughs) No, we won't. I said, yeah, yeah, me and my buddy, me and my buddy Glenn got into the bath with the Muay Thai guys, and they just, they just looked at me and walked away. So it's, yeah. uh, I love it, mate. Absolutely love oh, it. Oh yeah, love it, love it, mate, love it. Yeah. Well, buddy, it's been, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. It really has, mate. And uh, and I, I would love to touch base with you when, um, you know, maybe uh, when you get back from Thailand. That would be, uh, that would be a real treat. I would love to. Uh, to have you visit us here on the Fighters Podcast again and um, and chat a little bit about your training over there. I think that would be a real treat for me. Oh, uh, Jeff, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely love to come back on. And yeah, I, I loved, you know, coming on today. I, I got up 8 o'clock and that like, and I, I watched a bit of boxing on the television and I was, I was watching the clock tick down to, to half nine. I was I was really excited to come in on the show, and I, I'd love to come on again. It, it oh, really man. has been a, a pleasure coming on. Really look forward to it. Look forward yeah. to it. Well, there you go, guys. That's uh, that's another great inspiration. There's a guy, uh, 56 years of age, out there living his dreams, training hard, 
loving the sport of boxing and Muay Thai, passing on his knowledge. Don't tell me that you can't do it because, uh, you know, uh, age is uh, nothing but a number. Don't let that hold you back. Glenn, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show, buddy, and uh, I can't thank you enough, and I look forward to catching up again real soon. Yeah, that's right. That's right, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. Take care now. Keep training hard. Keep training hard, because we have to. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, don't go away. We'll be back in a minute to tidy it all up, and uh, don't go away. team that'll just about wrap us up for this episode of the fighters podcast and a huge big thank you to glenn for joining us on the show today and uh, guys please go and check out his site www.evanstraining.co.uk and we'll have links to that uh, to that site in the show notes as well and uh, if you happen to be over in that part of the uk uh go and do some training with glenn i can tell you you absolutely will not regret it and uh Man, I'm really looking forward to uh, when Glenn uh, is uh, over in Thailand and uh, and watching his journey there. So, a huge big thank you, and I hope uh, I hope you enjoyed uh, looking over and uh, our shoulder and listening in as we had a bit of a chat together today. All right, well that's enough of the coach uh, banging away in here today. Time for me to actually get out and uh, hit the shed and do some training myself. But until we catch you on the very next episode of the Fighters Podcast, remember what the coach always says: keep your hands up. And defend yourself at all times, but remember this most very important thing. When they ring that bell, man, just come out swinging. Until we see you on the very next episode of the Fighters Podcast, or maybe see you out there in the rings or the gym somewhere, this is the coach saying bye-bye for now.